welcome to season two of the AFCA podcast we like to call, That's a Terrible Idea, When Do We Start? I'm your host, Jen Panatoni, who will be joined by our executive director, Tanya Weaver. Join us every other week as we tell stories, talk about places we've been, things we have seen, and all while simultaneously running a small charity that's making a big difference in the lives of children with AIDS. Thank you for being with us here today. Here we go. Hey, welcome back, listeners. We're going to jump right back into it with Kiki and Kevin on this week's part two of the Kiki and Kevin episode. So sit back and enjoy. That's kind of, we were reading a book. What's it called? It's called The, the Power, Power of, of Now. Yeah. And I don't was, know if you ever heard of it. But it, it was The Power of Now. It basically describes what we were experiencing over in, in Zimbabwe. It was sort of More like nice, finding yeah. a natural meditation, disconnecting from life, freeing up some of the mental space in your mind. So it's like your brain isn't constantly running on overload. And then that's why one hour feels like 30 seconds or what have you. It's just you you spend so much time worrying and, you know, getting promotions from ads and newscasts and information is constantly overloading your mind that you can't just live in the moment and, and you know, take a deep breath and accept the present and what's going on yeah. to really make that hour feel like an hour instead of five minutes because you're constantly in the pace of the, of the world that we live in in the United States. Which is definitely what we experienced in Africa. So that being was, present. Uh, unconsciously, we figured out that it was sort of like an inner peace, like meditation, like without even knowing we were doing it. It's not really meditation, but... It was sort of like a natural meditation, Yeah. <laughs> Without yes. without knowing we were doing it, it was happening. And we're reading this book, or she's reading this book, and then she's telling me what they do in the book. And I'm just like, wait a minute. That happened to me in Africa, and I didn't even know it was a thing. You know? We need to check back in and see how you guys are living more and more mindfully. For the month, right? <laughs> yeah. Let's see if we can. I'm trying to have a more mindful holiday season. Yeah. You know, I'm buying, I'm purchasing less things for the kids and spend more time thinking, really thinking about people. Mindfulness is the key, I think, to good living. Yeah. And hopefully we can all implement more of that and continue to remember our experiences on our trip and recenter ourselves. What I find for me is instead of focusing on things I shouldn't be doing, like, or things that I want to cut out of my life, just continue to fill things or fill my life with things I want to be doing. So for example, instead of freaking out that I'm spending too much on social media, I just start maybe reading more books and then I don't have time. It's kind of like fill your time with things that are more meaningful. And then the stuff that you don't have time for starts to fall away instead of kind of focusing on what you shouldn't be doing, just focus on what you want to be doing. And then you have less time to spend on the stuff you don't want to be doing. Does that make sense? Yes, definitely. It sounds like a great strategy. Honestly, it's like one of those like kind of things stop like where you have to stop reminding yourself of everything that you're not and just keep going towards everything you want to be. Mm-hmm. Just follow mm-hmm. your passions. If you just follow your passions, then you're not going to stress about not spending time on social media because you're doing what you're passionate about. So your time is spent more doing what it's you elsewhere. have in your core values. Right. And then you don't have time for social media because you're so busy following your passions. So. Right. 
or just things that you enjoy. Say, I really wish I had more time for gardening. Just make time for gardening and you'll find the time to do it. It's yeah. just that you'll start to prioritize that and not have time for all of the rest of the mindless scrolling and and or looking at other people who have amazing gardens. <laughs> yes. <laughs> You're like, yes. gosh, I wish I could garden like them. Just, you go just gotta do it. Do it. Yes. Yeah. The hardest step. Their garden. And that's that, the hardest step to take is the first one. Just start yeah. doing it. Start doing whatever doing you want it. that's your passion and core value. Just start. You can do it. I mean, honestly, you it's achievable. You just have to like you said, you have to stop wishing you can and just go do it. Even if you can't do it the next day, at least do the research, at least order a starter kit, just make steps yeah. to, you know, ultimately go in the direction that you want to be. And yeah. that's progress in itself. And that, that was, that was the trip really. I mean, I always imagined I would go to Africa, just not in this way and not so soon. Like I thought, oh, eventually in the future. And then when Kevin brought it up to me, I was like, well, at first I had hesitations only because of you know i think at the time i was budget conscious and i'm like you know what just take the first step just go you know your your mm -hmm. experience is gonna be worth it it's it was definitely worthwhile i would have i would have paid for a, a month to be there honestly if i didn't have obligations here yeah, <laughs> so, of course. but i right. really, when we left it was bittersweet it was you know i missed my family most of all i think i didn't really miss the life of course here i miss my family and but i didn't want to leave i mean I, that last day everybody was saying goodbyes and i was like i don't want to go i want to wake I up know. tomorrow and i want to be cold and i want to be shivering and drinking tea with everybody <laughs> yeah so it's definitely yeah uh, yes i i didn't really miss work but i knew that my rent was still due so i had to <laughs> If I didn't want to be homeless, then I needed to go back to work, you know? So. Yeah, that's the the necessary part of, of working, obviously. Like, but I think oh. it's good that you guys didn't wait for the perfect opportunity. Like, that's the thing is um, just it's life. Life needs to be full of experiences and we can't wait for the perfect time to do all of these things. And I feel like you know, making that move to go to Africa. And I mean, that kind of changes your perspective too on what you're able to achieve and exactly. what you can do and how we could do things kind of scared. I wanted to show Charlie that we can do things that we're nervous to do, that we can have these new experiences where we're not really quite sure how it's going to end, or mm -hmm. we can do things that scare us. Like I'm terrified. I was terrified of flying overseas like I just don't like being over the ocean in a giant airplane it makes me feel claustrophobic but I do it anyways because I know that the experience is worth it and after a while there's only so much time in the air that you could be terrified before you're like I give up <laughs> like, yeah, I'm in this I was I sleeping and I was like I've been in the sky for so long now it just feels like you know I'm in a car like I just didn't it didn't my fear kind of dissipated yeah and because of the exposure it was like exposure therapy and now i feel like the whole world is open 
I'm yeah. like, man, that was like no big deal flying. I mean, it was a long flight, but it just made the world feel a lot smaller yes. and more attainable and less, I'm, I'm less afraid of flying anywhere now. Yes. Yeah. That was, that was one of the most intimidating things for me is just spending all that time international traveling. And then on top of that, all the layovers and all the different planes we had to take and yes. you got to hurry up. We got to make the next flight. And yes. it's just that, you know, with the passports and getting stamps and getting visas, it's just, but now it's just like, eh. We did it, you know? Yeah. No big deal. We did it. And I, I, I 100% agree with you because that was one of my reservations as well as the travel. Because you are, you're like 22 hours in the sky. <laughs> you I know. know. Or, or oh my gosh, I felt like, so bad for you guys on the way home because I know I flew direct to O'Hare and I'm like five minutes from the airport and I just kept thinking of you guys after that long journey then landing in DC and then having that car ride home. Yeah, yeah. Had the car ride back home. But it, it was, was nice. It wasn't bad. It was it was no, nice. That's when good. You, when you go no. through it you realize like it's it's much simpler than you it's that anxiety part of it. You know, planning this trip, I, I remember trying to get the steps in order and I'm like almost hyperventilating because I'm like we have to have everything. I, I don't even like having a layover when we're traveling in the u.s like so to have like three layovers and we're traveling internet like our first international travel first time we're using our passports and it's this long of a journey and there's so many more so many steps to it i was i i'm not gonna lie i was freaking out even the morning leaving because i'm like oh, i want everything to go off without a hitch and everything per like it turned out fine yeah. and so because of that i feel like I don't even know where yeah. we're going next. We can do it yeah. now. We, we stepping outside of that boundary, outside of your own mindset. Yeah. Yeah. Go. You know, everything is going to be fine. Even if something, even if something, if there's a hiccup, there's always going to be a way to work through that hiccup. It's going to. Right. Poor mm -hmm. Tanya had to wear like the same clothes yeah. for <laughs> yes. Poor lady. And she was freezing and her shoes were so wet. Yes. And I think Tanya as well, I see her juggle so many things and so many things come up. And she, when I look at her, she always looks calm. And I'm like, how? Because that whole thing with the clothes, I would have been like, we got to go. We got to go now. I want my stuff. I would have been freaking out. I hope nobody takes it. And of course she might have those worries, but she, I feel like so at least experience. to us, at least to us, she, she handles it really nicely. I feel. So it's like, She's probably been That's through situations, situations like this many times exactly. before. It was like nothing. It was, and, and I right. feel like you have to put yourself through that. You have to put yourself through a 22-hour flight in order to know what the next one is going to be like and to know that you made it through and you can do it again. Right. I'm sure it's built her resiliency over the years, just knowing that she can't always plan on what's going to happen yeah. next, especially when she's traveling to places like the Congo yeah. where like she has to rely on logicians that are there to help navigate her through the streets and to get her to her programs and there's a lot of points of failure that she has to navigate through you know flights just straight up canceling and you know like not being able to leave the country for additional weeks i mean she just has had to go through all of it but it must come with some sense of peace you know knowing that you things can be out of your con your hands they can be out of your control 
and you've done it so many times and you've come out on the other side yeah. that you know it's going to be okay in the end and that there's nothing you can do you just got to go with the flow so that's another yeah that's another awesome lesson you know that we can build resiliency by mm-hmm. having to navigate new situations right when you, yeah when you accept it and you just kind of you your reaction is everything to a situation so once you accept that you can't control a situation and you just tailor your reaction to whatever is happening or the situation or the issue so like and sort of also well, giving, don't give the energy or the mental capacity to the negativity. Just kind of breathe and let it pass, and then it'll make your day so much better. Because it's only as negative as you give it the, the mental energy for. Just you gotta just find light in the situation and just find mm-hmm. peace. And then if you can just move on and adapt and adjust quicker instead of like spending an hour or two stressing about one detail or something. Right. I miss Gary. Yeah, <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> yeah. I I like honestly when we left Morningstar, that last time we seen Gary die, I I, I started tearing up. I'm not gonna lie. I went back to my round of hall and I was like, this it was just it was so much. I don't know positivity, so much warmth, so much yeah. It was, it was welcoming. I feel like the experience was so humbling and. We felt so comfortable, and now every single time I think about the future or what I want to do next, it's always something revolving around just helping others who or assisting others that uh, that just might need it, even if it's a little assistance or a lot of assistance, and mm-hmm. you know, just providing it. You know, whether that's going back to well, going back to Africa, of course, we will do that, but even in other places or other ways, or even here and. You know, so it's definitely, 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 I feel like changed the trajectory of where I feel like my life is going to go next. That's so exciting. We can't wait to hear what to, you guys are still young with your whole lives ahead of you. And so I can't wait to see what you guys are going to do with your, with your lives and how you're going to implement the things that you've learned. And yeah, I can't wait to see you guys. The next week's episode. Yeah. <laughs> I think that this is a really great episode. I love chatting with you guys. Hey, you. Thanks for listening along with us today. We'd love it if you left us a review or shared this podcast with your buddies. By doing so, you're sharing the stories of thousands of children that deserve to be heard. Stop by and visit us on Facebook or Instagram and say hello and let us know you're listening. You can also sign up for our good news alerts on www.appcades.org. Till next time.